Hello and welcome to the Ends of the World podcast, and today we'll be talking about the place of missions work with your family. And I wanted to talk about this because missions work affects a lot of things about a person's life, but one of the biggest things that it affects is your family. And so I would kind of like to discuss the place of family, uh, where it belongs. Some say it should be... uh, some some almost idolize the family, say it should be number one over everything in your life. And then also there's other people out there who say ministry should be the top thing in your life, that ministry should be above your family. And so I want to find uh, biblically the place of family where it should be in your life and importance and in your attention you give it. But also I want to talk about what does this look like? And some give some practical aspects of how you should uh, be raising and treating your family while on the mission field. And so first, I want to find the biblical place of relevance and of importance of the family. And for one, I would like to say that the family is not the most important thing in your life. But two, ministry is not either. But rather, the most important thing in the life of every believer, whether you are a missionary, whether you're a, uh, whether you're a, a pastor here in the United States, whether you're an evangelist, whether you're a deacon, whether you are just a faithful church-attending believer, the most important thing in person in your life is nothing and no one other than God. The great commandment that Jesus told us in Matthew 22 was to love God, and I'm paraphrasing, with all our heart, and our mind, and our soul. He said this is the first and great commandment. And so if this is the first and great commandment, that means that ministry work is not the most important things in our life. And this means that family is not. So, and I want to insert here first that a lot of people will mistake ministry as being, our, our work for ministry as being our love for God. Well, yes, we should serve God because we love him. Loving God is not the same thing as doing ministry. However, we do know that loving God is obeying his commandments. And while answering a call of God is obeying his commandments, his written word, what he tells us explicitly to do in his written word in the Bible, that is also important. And in his written word, we find the place that he gives us for family, how, where it should be in our lives in terms of importance. And he tells us in, through Paul in Ephesians 5.25 that husbands are supposed to love their wife as Christ has loved the church and he gave himself for it. Um, and so if that's true, which it is, husbands are supposed to love their wife more than anything and anyone but God. That means they're supposed to love their wife more than their ministry, than more than missions work. And so with that in mind, it's not a question. It's not a question what's more important, ministry work or your family. Because you couldn't possibly love your spouse, love your wife, as Christ loved the church when you're putting ministry in front of that. And people who say that, people who say that ministry is more important than uh, your family, they'll uh, reference reference Matthew 19, uh, 27 through 30, where uh, Jesus is 
talking to the disciple or the disciples there and he's telling them that they have left houses brethren or father or sisters or mother or wife or children or lands that they'll receive a hundredfold more and while yes the disciples did leave those people and those things behind it wasn't permanent they didn't just up and leave and never come back but rather they were doing something for god while they were in their families because before in that chapter in matthew Earlier in the chapter, Matthew 19, 6, of course, he was speaking of divorce, but Jesus said what God has put together, let no man put asunder. And so if we're not supposed to be, through divorce, placing families, especially a husband and wife in that context, asunder through divorce, why would it be any better for a husband to leave his wife or a wife to leave her husband for for ministry work, for missions work, and uh, maybe on the softer side, why would it be right for that spouse to neglect their spouse to place higher concentration on missions work? But I, I personally, I don't believe that's right. And also in 1 Corinthians 7 and 5, Paul tells us not to defraud our spouse, except it be with consent for time. And he tells us to do this for in uh, if we would like to pray or fast apart so that, in that context, we're not even supposed to be defrauding one another for the ministry unless it's with consent. So in my eyes, I see that this shows that there's a superiority to the family than there is to missions work. Well, now, that doesn't mean, however, we should, through a false cloak, say that we cannot go to this dangerous area, or we cannot do this, or we can't uh, spend that much time because we have uh, responsibilities with our family, of course, yes, we should take we shouldn't take uh, make dumb decisions in the name of spreading the gospel. Yes, take risks. The disciples did. The apostles did. Jesus did. But make make sure that it's the will of God. Number one. Number two. While yes, we need to make sure we're spending enough time with our family, and I highly recommend that you do that. Do not let ministry become too busy. Take time to spend with your family. However, do not limit your mission, your missions work or your ministry work to barely nothing each day and each week in the name of spending time with your family. If you are using church funds from other churches and from sponsors, you should not be basically having a, a year-long vacation on the missions field doing almost nothing except for maybe one service a week. Am I saying that you should bombard yourself with work? No. But at the same time, you should be busy for the gospel, but at the same time, balancing balancing your time with your family. Because um, one thing that we learn in Timothy is if a bishop, in the terms of pastor or bishop, which you may, may or may not be if you're on the mission field, a qualification for the bishop is that he rules his own household hold well. Because if you can't do that, then Paul says, how are you going to rule the house of God well? And so, when you're balancing these things, you should not be neglecting your family. You should not be neglecting the work God has given you. First and foremost, rule your household well. Then, do what God has called you to do on the missions field. The both can live in harmony. They do not have to live live separately. It's not one or the other. You can, in this case, you can have your cake and eat it too. 
it's not just a pie in the sky, but you can have some cake on a plate if you so wish, and if you'll pray and you'll fast and you'll seek God on how to do this and do it rightly. But also practically, there's some things that uh, will go that could potentially be different depending on where you go on the missions field in that other country than it will be in the United States. For instance, you're going to have to deal with possibly explaining your kids why they can't visit their friends because it's too dangerous there while their friends in the United States can go over to their friend's house. You might have to explain to them the dangers of kidnapping and the danger of human trafficking. And that's something you need to keep in mind. And those kids could suffer because of it. Those kids could suffer resentment and uh, feel like been sto- their childhood has been stolen from them. And it's very important, and you need to take concerns like that into mind. And so I'd recommend that don't, you don't go crazy, but make sure that you're having fun with your family. Do not let your whole life be work. Yes, work for the Lord, but also spend some time with your family doing wholesome things while you're overseas, while you're in the States itinerating or visiting family. But make sure that your family is your family and your family comes before your ministry and your God, God, comes before your family. And so I'd just like to leave you with that. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, quickly, let's pray and uh, hope this strengthens our families that are overseas. Hope that it helps prospective missionaries. Lord, thank you for this day you've blessed us with. And I pray you'd use this for your glory, whoever hears it, God. And I pray, God, that you would strengthen families. Lord, if there's any embittered young people or any embittered missionary kids, I pray, Lord, that you'd lift this from them, help them to understand what their family's trying to do for God and what they should be trying to do for God. God, give the parents strength and wisdom to lead their family, leave their kids, their wife, Lord. Help them to love their wives and be subject to their husbands, that children, Lord, would obey and honor their parents, Lord, and that the parents would not, Lord, lead their children to wrath. God, I pray you do all this, Lord, in your name. Let your gospel be proclaimed, Lord, and draw us all closer to you. Count us worthy to endure unto the end. Bless our work, God, for without you, God, we are nothing. In your name, Jesus, thank you. Amen.